new podcast time. I've been away a long time. I planned on taking a break over Christmas and then it kind of just extended into January. I actually went into January thinking, do you know what, I'm going to have a really low-key start to the year and the complete opposite happened. It was a very busy month. Um, What happened? Why was it busy? So I started training for the half marathon alongside doing my 5 by 5 strong lifts and ended up sponsoring a conference in Nottingham, which I was drafted in to speak at fairly last minute. Uh, That was New Adventures in Nottingham. And then I had a very big meeting that I spent a lot of time planning for in London just a few days after that. And then somewhere in there also celebrated turning 30 something. So that was, uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of been away from writing and podcasting, but I'm back now. And today I'm going to talk about, well, I'm going to give you some in the trench tips for figuring out what problem you solve. So in 2017, I applied to join Ignite, which is an accelerator. They had a a kind of remote accelerator model that year. And amongst all of the great advice I received from the programme, I kept hearing the same feedback about with Jack. You aren't solving a big enough problem. And at the time, I didn't understand this feedback. In fact, if I'm being completely honest, that annoyed me. I had 100 paying customers, which implied I was doing something right. And I had over a decade of experience working in insurance. So I had a grasp of the problems that existed and how With Jack was making things better. Now, if you don't know the backstory... I basically, I was inspired to create with Jack because of my interest in design and tech. So insurance was this industry that was lagging behind on that front. So I kind of wanted to bridge the gap. You know, there are some, there are some interesting statistics out there, such as 74% of insurance companies see technological innovation as a challenge and two out of three customers are unhappy with their journey through buying insurance. So I wanted to use design and tech to remove barriers and make the process of buying insurance better. Now, as an aside, the industry has definitely improved over time and there's actually a lot of great stuff happening in insurance now. I didn't actually get accepted onto the accelerator. Uh, No hard feelings, by the way because the time that I did spend applying was extremely valuable. But that feedback that I received about how I wasn't solving a big enough problem planted a seed in my mind. What if there was some truth to it? So I'm not sure um, exactly what happened post-accelerator, but at some point I I did realise that Ignite was right, that with Jack wasn't solving a big enough problem. While people do want a nicer checkout experience, nobody is searching for insurance off the back of what tech stack an insurance company is using or what features they've built. And I'd been so focused on improving the onboarding and building my business with that as my core motivation that I'd failed to realise something kind of important. A better customer journey reduces friction. But that isn't enough to have the 2 million freelancers in the UK flocking to sign up to With Jack. We weren't solving a big enough problem for them. So getting to that moment in the business was uh, crucial, but the next stage mattered even more. Now I had to actually figure out what problem With Jack does solve 
but from a pain point customer driven perspective. So it was time to rewire my brain. To understand a freelancer's motivation for getting insured, I talked to hundreds of them um, that are using With Jack to arrange their insurance. And I did this in various ways, face-to-face if possible, some video chats, but mostly surveys. Um, I use a tool called iteratehq.com to manage my surveys. And one of the questions that I asked was, why did you sign up to With Jack? And it seemed like an obvious question, right? But the answers weren't helpful. People complimented the onboarding, which is a good thing, of course. Uh, but they talked about the slick quote process and said that I'd made things simpler to understand. And whilst all of that was lovely to hear, none of it told me why they were becoming customers. So instead, I started asking, what benefit have you received since signing up to with Jack? And the answers to this were completely different. People were now sharing emotional responses as opposed to focusing on the experience. Now, here are some of the themes that I picked up on from customer conversations. One was being able to sleep at night. I heard that a lot. The second was feeling more confident in business. And the third was having peace of mind with work. These conversations about the role that Withjack plays in their business and why they became customers led me to a realization. What features we build and what tech we use to power those features does not matter as much as I thought it did. What really matters is that freelancers lack traditional safeguards when it comes to work and 44% will be stung by a bad client at some point in their career. So Withjack exists to help keep freelancers in business. That's the problem we're solving. We help you be a confident freelancer. And removing barriers and enabling freelancers to easily buy insurance helps us reach that outcome quicker, but it's not the reason why people become customers. So here are some takeaways. I I know the advice of speaking to customers isn't novel, but it really is the only way to understand what problem you're solving. We are often too close to what we're building and we see through clouded judgment. Um, I'm going to link to the ultimate list of customer development questions in the show notes. Hat tip to Justin Jackson for bringing that to my attention. Secondly, make sure you're asking your questions, uh, sorry, make sure you're asking your customers the right questions. So if the answers that you get serve no purpose other than to massage your ego, you're asking the wrong questions, mate. And I received tons of positive responses about the customer journey when asking people why they signed up. And that made me feel really good, but it didn't help me understand what they were hoping to achieve by using your product. So try variations of questions to see what kind of responses you get. You know, like, why did you sign up? Could become, what benefit have you received since signing up? And lastly, on this point, if you need help with learning how to speak to customers, read the mom test. So one of the big mistakes that I was making building with Jack was that I kept thinking like an industry expert. I was thinking about with Jack as somebody who had over a decade of experience working in insurance and I was very focused on problems within the insurance industry such as the lack of investment in design and tech or the poor customer onboarding as opposed to actually understanding 
my customers' motivations. Um, so it turns out that, believe it or not, freelancers aren't searching for insurance using phrases like business insurance for freelancers from an insurance company that uses React or insurance for freelancers with an app I can log into to update my direct debit details or professional indemnity insurance for designers from an insurance company that has kick-ass illustrations, which we do, by the way. Have you seen our website? Um, no, they're not searching for insurance using terms like that. Instead, they're searching for solutions to their problems, like how to sever a client relationship when no contract is in place, or dealing with an unhappy client who wants a refund, or how to handle a late paying client. So switching my perspective to that of a freelancer's changed everything about with Jack. It changed our messaging. We went from business insurance on a first name basis to how we can help you be a confident freelancer. It influenced our design and our copy and our products. It opened up more verticals because focusing on improving design and tech and insurance limited what I could do with Jack. And it firmly planted us in the insurance company category. But instead... Building a platform that helps to keep freelancers in business uncovers new avenues, such as connecting freelancers to qualified leads so they're getting consistent work, or providing financial planning tools, or on-demand legal advice. Now, these aren't necessarily areas that Withjack's exploring, but it shows how switching my perspective from insurance expert to customer-driven opens up more options. Now, one tip that will help you to see things from a customer's perspective, alongside talking to them, of course, is spending time in relevant subreddits and communities. So I noticed from the freelance subreddit that there were a lot of problems we could solve, yet nobody had considered insurance as being a solution. And I've pulled a random story from the freelance subreddit just to use as an example. The title is, Paid in full and sent files to client, but they are requesting further changes. I don't want to work with them anymore. So in that example, a freelancer wants to end a relationship with an existing client who's requesting more work. And this actually happens a lot and it can sometimes turn messy. In fact, we've already helped a customer in a similar situation. Um, when they ended their involvement in a project, their client came back with the following demands. They wanted reimbursement for the money they'd already paid to the freelancer. They wanted damages for loss of income as a result of the delayed launch of the website. And they wanted compensation for hiring other contractors to complete the project. Jeez. So insurance helped solve this problem by providing legal help and covering the fees, as well as reimbursing the £4,500 the client wanted back. But digging into this freelance subreddit post, I can see the language they use and the emotions they describe. They talk about how it's driven me to a corner and how they were dreading the reaction because I know how dramatic and personal they get. So this helps me understand what role with Jack plays in their lives and how to communicate that effectively. Because insurance could have given them the confidence to say no to more work knowing that if the confrontation did escalate, they personally wouldn't suffer the financial consequences. So some takeaways from this, your perspective 
will be clouded because of how close you are to your business. So rewire your brain by spending time on relevant subreddits or communities. You don't have to participate. I've been banned from the freelance subreddit. (laughs) But pay attention to the problems your audience is having as well as the language they use when talking about them and how you could help them. Secondly, work with a copywriter to help you hone your messaging. I found this an incredibly helpful exercise and it's no coincidence that our conversion rate increased by 5%. So a good copywriter won't just give you words, you'll get clarity and a better understanding of your own product. To recap what I've covered here in more digestible takeaways, number one, try variations of different questions. So instead of why did you sign up, try asking what benefit have you received since signing up. Number two, don't ask questions you know you'll get nice answers to. This should be an uncomfortable exercise designed to challenge your assumptions. Number three, read the mum test to help you learn how to talk to customers. Hat tip to Ignite for recommending that book to me. Number four, is this number four? Number four, use a tool like Iterate to collect and manage customer responses. Number five, explore your product from a pain point customer driven perspective by spending time on relevant subreddits or communities. This will deepen your understanding about what role you play in a customer's life and how to speak their language. Number six, switch your thinking from industry expert to customer focused to open up more verticals. So if I continued thinking like an insurance person, then I would limit our potential to being a website that sells insurance products. And number seven, work with a copywriter to help you with positioning. Uh, I found working with From Scratch, that's who I worked with on with Jack's new website, um, It helped focus with Jack's messaging and also taught me how to talk about my business in a way that resonates with freelancers. But once again, I have learned that everything boils down to understanding your customers' needs instead of acting on your own often inaccurate assumptions. Now, with Jack has had a surge of growth lately, this time last year, sorry, January 2018, which shipped 7,500 pounds of products through the website and in January of this year was shipped over 16,500 pounds. So big growth but it isn't because of our slick quote process, it's because I have a better understanding of what role with Jacket plays in a freelancer's life and I'm constantly building on that and learning. I still don't think we have product market fit yet but we are a step closer. I now understand We're in the business of keeping freelancers in business. That's why people sign up to With Jack. A nicer customer journey just helps us do it a little bit better. Thank you for listening. I hope you took something valuable away from this. I'd love to hear um, what your big takeaway was. So you can reach me on Twitter at IamAshley or you can even email me at hello at IamAshley.co.uk and I will be back again. I've got lots of notes of new episodes that I'm going to record, so that's exciting. Speak to you soon. Bye.